This OPI podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. You're listening to Minutia Men. But first, take a listen to this other fine OPI show. I'm Howard Sudbury. And I'm Steve Baskerville. On the next Back to You. I have no idea how to describe what just happened. Wait till people hear how impressive it was that Steve knows the presidents of the United States in order without Googling it. Yeah, I went to school. Catch the next Back to You. Back to You with Howard Sudbury and Steve Baskerville. You can find Back to You on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An Opie production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Mission with Rick and Dave. I'm nervous. <laughs> what? Chew- chewing my fingernails. Did you hear something? <laughs> tell me. Did you, you don't want to tell me what's going on, right? Uh, I just want people to understand the uh, the sacrifice that we're making. Leaving the television set right. for for thirty seconds, <laughs> right? Let alone an hour or whatever it's going to be to right. do this podcast. Because I can't, I can't get enough of John King on CNN going, saying the exact same thing <laughs> right. over and over and over, and doing the little map and pressing the little red buttons, the Pennsylvania and the Georgia, you know. Uh, but uh, well, you look. You look like you've lost weight, stress, uh, vomiting, oh, stress, yeah, or, lots of vomiting. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, actually, so this is we're we should say we're recording this just in case something happens over the next couple of days. We're recording this uh, during the week long discussion of mm-hmm. who won the election. Right. So as we record this, we don't know. Right. Um, and uh, that's what we're nervous about. <laughs> and we're also actually nervous about one of our authors too. Oh, we are. Well, we are. Lauren. La Jaduce. La uh, You know, she's a Melania yeah. impersonator. She makes yeah. her living being a Melania impersonator. She, You know, she's actually part of the Radio Misfits podcast. Right, network. right. Yeah. It, uh, Reconcile the Isle. Yeah. Is, uh, what happens? Now, she... Well, I know she's not rooting yeah. for a Trump win. But did you remember when we had Dave Sinker on? Yeah. And he was the... Who looked just like Mike Dukakis. And right. Mike Dukakis losing... <laughs> It ruined his career. <laughs> ruined his career. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if the word. I don't know. You know, actually, I've got, uh, I've got something from her here. Hang on one second. Here it is. The comedian Lauren Lojudice hacked into my brain and wrote down my thoughts in a book, Inside Melania, What I Know About Melania Trump by Impersonating Her from EckhartPress.com. She writes my missing diary entries, fan letters, and imagines fairy tales with the Trumps. Learn more about the book that I don't want you to read at www.insidemelania.com. I think, uh, I think Melania, the yeah. real Melania, yeah. is... Will never be heard from again. Well, and she, she, <laughs> do you remember? Well, I think you told the story when you got fired from radio and yeah. you were inside giggling because you oh, wanted out yeah. so bad. And that same thing happened yeah. to me when I was at the end of my paper career, too, right. that I couldn't like be outwardly happy. Yeah, I, I wanted to. I had this impulse to reach across and high five the person <laughs> yeah. firing me. The HR person. Um, <laughs> but uh, I did not. Right. right. Uh, so but that's right. probably how Melania is feeling. But uh, that's, All right. Well, uh, we got to get back to watching the same election results over oh, okay. and over again. So, so. so you got some minutia to share? Sure. All right. Um, you know, as you know, Rick, we're in uh, the midst of a global pandemic. <laughs> yes, I've heard about right. that. Right. And uh, not only we having issues, 
Uh, you oh, know, and only 24% of America apparently cares about that, <laughs> yeah, based, based yeah. on the exit polls. But anyway, go ahead, carry on. So, you know, as glo- the, the term global pandemic means it's yeah. not something that's just affecting Mount Prospect. It's the right. world. Yes. Rick, right? Yes. Um, and I want to mention a, a story from Iran, who's having, it's just like here, Iran is having okay. a lot of issues as well. And, you know, as... I, you know, I'm tight into the youth. You are. Right. You know, yeah, not only do I have teacher. kids, I'm, yeah, I'm a, I'm a professor. Professor. Um, <laughs> you know, my students will say, Dr. Stern. Yeah. I do not correct them. Yeah. You know, let them just, hey, I didn't say it. I mean, I. You know I, what? You I, can uh, even make it better and say, you know, I'm not a medical doctor. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Because then they'll still think you're a doctor. Right. 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 Um, so anyways, I'm in touch with the youth. Right. And yeah. I know that this pandemic is really affecting them. A lot, you know, with their schooling and you see it with your kids, sure, you know, with, sure. with Sean, yeah, college and everything. Yeah. So I think we really need to give praise and be grateful for school administrators that are trying to make their lives as normal as possible. Right. Yeah, we're talking about Iran here. Right. right exactly. Yeah, yeah. But there's one of these creative educators. His name is Mot- Mojatpa Bastari, which I'm sure is exactly how he pronounces it, yeah. uh, who is the acting head of the student Basil or Bazage organization. And he said that parents and he put this in a tweet. And I, and I think that this is the forward thinking that we need in these times. Uh-huh. Um, he said that parents and students should come together to trample and set fire to flags of the U.S., but only if you do it at home and socially distance. <laughs> Because that way they can safely play with the fire without worrying about catching a deadly virus. He's yeah. still the great Satan. <laughs> right. It's still the great Satan. Right, but you can wear a yeah. mask. <laughs> right. Six feet apart. Do you, do you have a backyard? Because yeah. that's the appropriate place for killing <laughs> right. Satan. <laughs> right. Uh, and he offered some other tips. You know, wear a mask when you storm an embassy. Okay, good. Uh, good. Disinfect all the bottles before making the Molotov cocktails. <laughs> okay, that's nice. And, you know, make sure your mic is muted when entering the jihad zoom meetings okay, okay. so those are all great tips you so know. kudos the, these creative educators that are going out of their way to make life as normal as you know possible. my relatives in germany are going through the same thing uh they they got a uh, no more goose stepping in public <laughs> thing there and you know that's is not not as easy to do at home as you think well, i mean you've got to have a big house the hallways have to be well, wide well and goose stepping six feet apart looks ridiculous it does right goose the stepping. whole idea is to do it in unison <laughs> yeah he's like come on the whole the whole effect goes away <laughs> all right i have a story for you uh this is uh something that is uh in the united states oh. bond billionaire bill gross is involved in a legal battle with his tech entrepreneur neighbor over a $1 million sculpture and allegations that Gross blasted the Gilligan's Island theme song on a loop from his house. (laughs) This story has so many layers to it. I just like to get into it here. Gross installed a large lighted glass art installation on his Laguna Beach property along the property line shared with his neighbor, who is Mark Taufig, who's the CEO of some big, uh, you know, tech company. Yeah. He then installed poles around it and a protective net above it just to make sure everything was fine. And Tofig and his wife didn't like it because it ruined their view Mm -hmm. of the beach. Right, sure. You know, you can kind of understand that. Pay all this money and this thing is... So he he tried to talk to Gross and Gross uh, wouldn't... Wouldn't, uh, wouldn't talk to him about it. So they filed a complaint with the city of Laguna Beach, and that complaint prompted an investigation. And the investors, investigators came out and said that uh, it 
violated city code. He wasn't allowed to uh-huh. have it up there. And this got him very upset. <laughs> so, <laughs> shortly after, uh, Gross began retaliating against them by harassing and disturbing them with loud music and bizarre audio recordings uh-huh. at excessive levels. Right. Uh, Minutia Men, celebrity interview <laughs> playing 24-hour 7. You yeah. can use it. We'll give it to you. <laughs> Uh, but during various hours of the day and night, including, and this is my favorite part, the Gilligan's Island theme on a loop, just over and over and over again. And I've been thinking about the thinking uh, of uh, of Mr. Gross and uh, why he chose that one. Yeah. My, I have a theory, if I'd like to run it by you. My theory is the the line where it says the millionaire and his wife. Mm-hmm. Is, is secretly a slam because oh, he's a billionaire. Ah, I see right see? there. Right. Yeah. So in his mind, he's sitting there going, yeah, sit right back and you'll hear a tale, motherfucker. That's right. You heard me. You measly millionaire and your wife. How on rich are you? B, 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 B. You go on a crappy three-hour boat tour with a bunch of commoners, you little piss ant. You bet your ass the weather started getting rough <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. that's uh, that'll teach him to yeah, stop to do reporting like, large lighted glass uh, art installations with uh, netting blocking a view of laguna Beach. well it remind, didn't we just do a story a couple weeks ago about some like a prison playing metallica yeah in the, in the yeah yeah uh, yeah and, but it reminds me of that sopranos episode when they had the dean martin we remember when Tony oh, wanted, yeah, yeah, Tony yeah, wanted to right. yeah. yeah, 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 and uh, yeah. yeah. So, so that yeah. is uh, that's a fun little thing. Okay. It's time for another section. Time now for studio walls. And the words of the prophets were written on the studio walls. Okay, let's bring it down. Yeah, right. <laughs> You're gonna get whiplash on the transition right. here. Right, the highest highs <laughs> and the lowest lows. <laughs> so this is the feature on the show where. We go through the Rick and Dave archives and, you know, we have 35 years worth of yeah. stuff that has gone on between the two of us. And in the last nine years, we've been running a publishing company called Eckhart's Press. And in fact, this week was our birthday. Yeah. And nine years. Nine 65 years. titles. Not bad. Not bad at all. One of those titles was to celebrate Pancreatic Cancer Awareness Month. Yeah, not to celebrate but, pancreatic cancer, but to celebrate the month of right. pancreatic November is but, Pancreatic right. Cancer Awareness Month. And my good friend, uh, Mark Jelinus, who was uh, my roommate after college, a high school pal of mine, uh, wrote a, a book about his struggle mm-hmm. while he had pancreatic cancer. It's called Gel Strong. It's on our website mm-hmm. still. Um, and Mark got a lot of attention during his... Uh, during his struggle and in he lived in atlanta and atlanta they did a story about him and mm-hmm. i'd like to play a little bit of it is that okay yeah sure all right here we go you are definitely on that table by yourself but you know definitively and without question that there is just this large amount of love and support that's sitting around you. In 2015, Mark Jelinus was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer just days after getting engaged. She uh, she deserves more than anybody could ever know uh, with what she did. Uh, she was an absolute pillar of strength. Take another deep breath in. Mark underwent chemo and then a 10-hour operation to remove the tumor 
before marrying Donna in August. I fought for Donna. I fought for my son. I fought for my family. This is the spleen. And right in this area, this red line is the tumor. Then last April, the discomfort and pain returned. I know enough about pancreatic cancer that this event was more than likely going to occur. Just didn't know when. We'll admit it surprised me as to how quick it recurred. Pancreatic cancer is one of the most challenging cancers that we treat. Because the tumor can't be removed safely with surgery, Dr. Mark McDonald is using a new approach. Radiation moves around your body and pinpoints on this spot. This is different from regular radiation in that the goal of the treatment is different. It's actually to destroy or ablate tumors. It is one of the only cancers that exists today that the overall cure rate is still less than 10 percent. And there's a reason for that. There's no mechanism for screening. The Pancreatic Cancer Action Network's goal is to hit double-digit survival rates by 2020. The fundraising efforts that many organizations are doing are so critical to the efforts that we're making in research to identify new ways to treat, diagnose, and prevent cancer. Mark's team, Gel Strong, has been going strong since his first diagnosis, raising thousands through the Purple Stride Walk. The team is huge. It's the community in his corner that keeps Mark giving all he's got in round two with pancreatic cancer. What's going through my head is to be able to get through this for them. That's really my goal. There's one health food. There's uh, a report from Mark that was in 2016. Uh, in 2017, we had a big walk uh, down in Georgia. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I went down there with my wife, Bridget. We attended it, and, and we put out his book, mm -hmm. Gel Strong. Um, and then in 2018, Mark passed. Right. He, he didn't make it. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and what I remember... <clears throat> Most of Mark was just, just the courage. I mean, I would have been in a little fetal position weeping, you know, and he just fought and he, and he really wanted to bring awareness and raise funds for yeah. pancreatic cancer. So the reason we're, you know, bringing down the house yeah. uh, is that we really urge everybody to, to support, well, all cancers. Yeah. But, you know, but especially this one. And they yeah. said in the story that they were hoping by 2020 that have it up to double digits. It's not there. Yeah. Um, so whatever you can do to help support right. uh, pancreatic cancer survivors, please do. Yeah. I know there's a lot of stuff going on now, but uh, just put yeah. this on your list if right. you don't mind. Right. Let's take a break and have some wacky story about something because I don't, I don't like the way I'm feeling right now, man. I, I am not comfortable with my feelings. We have wackiness. We have wackiness on the other side. But first, uh, here's a little thing about who's on Minutiaman Celebrity Interview right now. On this week's Minutiaman Celebrity Interview, we interview the author of such hits like Only Dead on the Inside, A Parent's Guide to Surviving the Zombie Apocalypse, and France Like No One's Watching, we interview James Breakwell. Listen to Minutiaman Celebrity Interview interview on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts, just search for Radio Misfits. Coming up on the next episode of the Car Guys Report, Informed Automotive, our man in the field, Roger Rexroad, returns as we talk about modern muscle cars. I'm Mark Vernon. Join me and our man in the field for this very special episode of the Car Guys Report, a Tony Lasano podcast, an Opi production on the Radio Misfits podcast network and we're back 
Excuse me. Why couldn't I have coughed during the break? That's a great, great question. Because you were getting your Kleenex out and crying. Uh, I'm not crying. You're crying. Uh, So um, I got a Florida story. Okay. We have not done a what's wrong with you, Florida story. What's wrong with you, Florida? (laughs) We can't find the jingle. Yeah. Um, The story comes out of Dave. But I do appreciate you bringing it up anyway. (laughs) Um, The story comes out of Davey, Florida. You ever been to Davey, Florida? I have not. I don't know where Florida or Davey, Florida is, but Dwight. It's near near Ricky, Florida. (laughs) But I'm. Um, Dwight Turner, 50. Yeah. Nice guy. Probably. Okay. Maybe not. Not about smart. Our, about our age. <laughs> yeah, yeah. About our age. So he paid $150 to a guy named Michael Pogge. Okay. okay. And you know what Michael Pogge does? Uh, Mike, uh, Pogo sticks. <laughs> well, uh-huh. that's... You are... How are you not in marketing? <laughs> well, uh, Michael Pogge uh, runs what he describes on Facebook as an animal sanctuary in his backyard. Okay. Okay. I'm seeing some Tiger King or red yeah, flags yeah, here. Definitely, yeah. definitely uh, an apropos um, reference. analogy reference, right? Yeah. Okay. So, what was the 150 bucks for? What do you think? Uh, uh, I don't know. Not. It wasn't just admission into the animal sanctuary in the guy's backyard. He paid it to have a full contact experience with a black leopard. Kind of like a lap dance. A full, I think it's like 150. A full, yeah. a full contact, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, is that it's, it's not like a sexual thing. No, no. Oh. What he wanted to do is, uh, Pogi said the turtle just wanted to play with it, rub its belly, and take pictures. Okay. Oh God, what an idiot! Yeah, what well, an idiot. Well, the big cat named Fluffy. Mm-hmm. Actually, that's not his name. Uh, Mauled Turner, tearing <laughs> off one of his ears in half, oh and leaving his scalp hanging from his head. <laughs> I'm laughing with you. (laughs) Turner has since undergone multiple surgeries, according to news station WPLG, which shared a photo of the man's bandaged head. What I got right here, I printed it out. There you go. So not only are we telling you about donating to pancreatic cancer, but don't pay Michael Poggi 150 bucks for the for the black leopard lap dance. The full contact mauling. You know, the same thing happened to me once when I paid for the full contact Hindenburg experience <laughs> at the Oh, the Humanity Museum. <laughs> oh, my Lord. That is something. All right. Well, I've got uh, time for a, how about a, a wacky celebrity story? We need something. A random name pulled out of Rurik's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. So this is the part of the show where Dave reaches his hand into the jar, pulls out a name mm-hmm. of a celebrity, and I have to tell the story of having met that celebrity. Uh, last week, we pulled out Blago, former governor of... Uh, Rob Blagojevich. Yeah. We're staying with the political vein, just because yeah. uh, we're... Uh, can't get out of it. <laughs> but, you, know. you know, he's a big Trump supporter. Well, yeah. yeah. You know what? If there's anybody that should be a Trump supporter, I'm giving him... Right. That, that's a, you gonna, let him out of jail. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, so that's a pretty good this reason. This one I'm going to get, you know. I think Trump has cornered definitely the get out of jail... jail no question. Right. Ed, no question. There's quite a few of them. So Rod Blagojevich, Governor Rod Blagojevich, is somebody that I met uh, at a Cubs game. Mm-hmm. Actually, I met him, you know, many years ago. Yeah. I met him um, at the Lincoln Avenue Oktoberfest okay. when he was just the congressman of that yeah. district. Right. And he came and he it was my district. The, yeah, uh, right. He yeah. tapped the first K yeah, 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 and yeah, whatever right. they right. do. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, this time I was at the Cubs game with our good buddy Dan Blacko. Sure. 
and we were sitting in your old seats mm-hmm. and just a few rows away was Governor Blago. And let the record show, Blago's seats, worse than my seats. Worse. They were worse. <laughs> they were like three or four rows yeah. worse. Yeah. So anyway, Dane goes, oh, I know, uh, Governor, well, let's go over and chat with him. And he had a couple of empty seats yeah. next to him. And so we went there and we sat and we watched the entire baseball game with Blago. With Blago. Yeah. And it and he is a huge Cubs right. fan. Uh-huh. And I, I, every Cub ever, author, every Cub well, ever, available at Eckhart's Breath. You know what? I sent him a copy when he was in prison of every cub ever and cub sessions. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, I did. And didn't get any. Thank you. That's because probably somebody up. He wasn't he in Wisconsin. Uh, no, I think it was maybe Iowa. Maybe I don't remember, yeah. but could have uh, been non cubs territory in the prison might have, you know, torn it right. to shreds. The shiv. Okay. Every <laughs> cub ever. No, <laughs> but anyway, he was actually a lot of fun to mm-hmm. chat with. And he know he's like an, has an encyclopedic knowledge of the like late sixties, early seventies mm-hmm. cubs, which are my favorite. Mm-hmm. And it was Dane also Dane's favorite. Right, so they were just, and so we just like swapped. Uh, oh, you know, remember that game, Glenn Becker? <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. you would have just been rolling your <laughs> eyes for for hours. Yeah, right. uh, you know, Dane tells another story about yeah. Blago, um, and this is when the shit was going down with Blago. Oh, I remember this one. Right, yeah. and uh, I mean, things were re- you you knew that he was going to get pinched yeah. any minute. That was a couple years later. Yeah, right. Yeah. And uh, so Dane was covering. It was right around Thanksgiving, and Dane was covering some thanksgiving thing with blago okay right sure um you know whatever the you know soup kitchen whatever i don't know so blago goes to dane before the event he goes i'm so glad you're here i really want to talk to you um after this event and dane's thinking oh my god this is my exclusive you know right, he's yeah, gonna yeah. come clean blah 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 so dane's, dane's anticipating and he's all excited whatever right. blago does the thing and he goes to dane and he goes dane i really want to talk to you i'm really worried about the cubs bullpen <laughs> You know what? I think it's the funniest blogger story. So he's in prison for how many years? You know, like six, seven years or something. No, it was like 14 or something. Well, no, that's what he got sentenced to. I don't think he was in there for that Oh, no, he was in for seven. Yeah, you're right. So he's in prison for seven years. He's got no freedom. The like the day before he gets out, you know, he's he, he's released by Trump and everything. The entire country goes into lockdown. <laughs> yeah. He comes home like the day that the, <laughs> the day that it kicks in, which is just the best. Yeah. It's the best. Yeah. Um, right. Oh, my God. This was I don't have any recollection of you ever telling me a story about Dennis Hopper. Dennis Hopper. Okay. I guess that's that's a 30 year old story. But uh it has to be at least a few years old because he's been dead for several <laughs> right, years. Right. Right. Um, That's a good one, though. Okay. That, uh, that'll be coming up uh, next week. You know what we should do, though, is we, we should preview that we have uh, uh, some guests coming up on the Minutia Men Celebrity Interview this coming week that are worth listening to. Well, why don't you, you want to tell a little bit about who they are? Uh, well, uh, Mark Pellegrino, mm-hmm. the actor who you have obviously seen in a million different things. Big Lebowski, uh, Lost. He was on the series Lost and just a yeah, ton of... He plays Lucifer in the show yeah. Supernatural, which he's has been great. on for he's, like 11 he's years. He's fantastic. Right? And, and also Capone. Andrew Brossom, which is who's uh, an actor. I mean, an not, not an attorney. actor. An attorney. And he's just going to sue you now. <laughs> <laughs> he called me an ass. <laughs> uh, but actually, it's defamation a, of care. It's actually a pretty serious conversation. Yeah, yeah, right. But right. I, I thought really interesting. It was wonderful about social media. Yeah. Here's a little uh, 
tease of what you can hear. Time now for the Celebrity Minutia Minute. Hey, you got a minute? Celebrity Minutia Minute with Rick and Dave. I don't like Congress saying that a person, uh, a, a, that deciding that they can control what one says on Twitter. Jack can take responsibility and, and make law, make his rules objective, and then he can avoid the... Uh, the uh, the scrutiny I think that he's getting from Washington. Look, I mean, you're balancing public policy rights with First Amendment freedom of speech, right? And you have senators like Ted Cruz and people that are asking questions, but a they're not the right questions, and the reason they're not the right questions is because they don't understand what they're asking. <laughs> well, what about all those tubes that are delivering it? <laughs> and that's just it. Is you know, I I don't know if it was Ted Cruz, but one of the senators it had to have been last year when Zuckerberg first got called to Capitol Hill and they said, well, Mr. Zuckerberg, can, can you answer this question? Because nobody gets it. How does Facebook make money? And uh, Zuckerberg looked at him and like smirks and goes, uh, well, Senator, advertisements, that, that's no different than any website that you go to. You yourself are on Facebook. <laughs> you want to hear the whole thing? Because we get into some, we get into the weeds a little bit, but it's kind of interesting talking to a guy who's a movie star about being bullied the right, kind of crap right. that he has to go right, through right granted you know having millions of people wasn't you know if being bullying you on social media wasn't as bad as being named femme of the year back in 1977 like yeah. I, was. I thought it was 76 did you win it back Ooh. to back <laughs> yeah i repeated you might have all right to uh be sure to tell a friend to listen to us you can find us on spotify go to opishows.com wherever you find podcasts just search for radio misfits Special thanks to executive producer Tony Lasana with opishows.com, which you can Google. It's out there. O- Opi is hippo backwards. O-P-P-I-H shows.com. We're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great talk radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week with a brand new episode of Minutia Men. This Opi podcast was recorded at an earlier date. Some material may be outdated and or mentioned under different circumstances. Consult your local health authorities for the latest on COVID-19. Proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? I'm Kimmy. I'm Tommy. And I'm Sam. And on this week's episode of And Friends, we expose ourselves in public. That's right. I got a trench coat and I'm ready to open it. Then I filmed it. I opened it up to everyone. Listen to And Friends on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. On this week's Free Kicks with Adam and Rick. We're upping the level of our knowledge. We're even going to be discussing some Shakespeare and its connection to the English Premier League. That's right. Listen to Free Kicks on Spotify, opishows.com, or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. If you missed Los Ano or Los Ano and Friends, here's what you missed. Happy to be here today, Cheryl Scott, meteorologist. Hi, Fred Winston, Chicago radio guy. I'm Rob Hart in Chicago. How about that weather? This is a good show to do that. Yeah, what the hell, man? It's, uh, <laughs> I don't th- blame the messenger. I'm not blaming the messenger. That's got to be the worst part about being a meteorologist. They blame you for the for, for the sun or the snow or right. whatever. I'm so. like everyone's best friend when it's sunny in seven days. <laughs> and like yesterday, I was everyone's worst friend. Yeah. But I know that weather changes so dramatically 
we do seven day forecasts. And right. I go, well, seven days, it sometimes changes seven times in those seven days. <laughs> <laughs> but science is getting more and more accurate. Oh, it does. So has the earth been knocked off its axis? I, I, I keep hearing stuff uh, about that. Uh, from the conspiracy idiots at 3 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> and that's exactly what we're going. <laughs> Radio Misfits. Get more. Lozano and Friends. Lozano. Now on Lozano.com. Good luck trying to spell Lozano or whatever the fuck it's called. <laughs>